This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I'm delighted to welcome Patricia Lohan, who's the founder of Powerhouse Feng Shui and author of The Happy Home, A Guide to Creating a Happy, Healthy, Wealthy Life, and how to become a business powerhouse using Feng Shui. As women make their homes magnetic and blessings, she's helped thousands of people across the globe embrace Feng Shui and create lasting changes in their businesses, homes, and lives. She's been featured in all media all around the world, and she's talking to us on the podcast today. So <laughs> we are very grateful and happy to have you here with us, Patricia. Thank you so much. I'm absolutely delighted to be here. I'm excited about our chat today. Brilliant. And you're coming from sunny Greece, is that right? It is very sunny Greece and the sun is currently setting now over the sea. Um, yeah, it's been very sunny blue skies here the last couple of days. It's beautiful. So when we connected recently, we were talking about your nomadic lifestyle and how you travel and work. And so we definitely want to get into that conversation. But before we do that, I just thought it'd be great just to, you know, just to talk a little bit about your story. I don't know how much people know about Feng Shui and what it is. I know when we spoke, you said it's a bit of a misunderstood thing. So yeah. just a little of your story and what is this thing called Feng Shui? Well, I actually got my first books about Feng Shui when I was about 15. And just for anyone listening, it doesn't matter how you pronounce it. I'm much more about the application of it as opposed to the pronunciation. Good, I, um, I probably... So uh, it doesn't matter how you say it. Feng Shui, Feng Shui, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm much more concerned with the absolute application. And I just became fascinated with the fact that your house has an energy and it can be either supporting you and helping you to flourish, shine and grow your business and have more calm, ease and joy in your life than your family relationships. And I, you know, know, you know, God's spirit universe guided me to it because we moved house a lot growing up as kids. And we had moved into one particular house that was very, very difficult. Aesthetically, the most beautiful house. It was a huge upgrade for my family, their business. My parents' business was doing really well. But there was just like health complaint after drama, after legal suit, after just crazy neighbours. Like you could not, like it was kind of like, what the hell's going to happen next? It felt like we were completely jinxed in that house. Like it was just one thing after the other. Now there was loads of money and a lot of people come to Feng Shui for abundance and for money. And I've seen that happen for a, like a lot of our clients. And most of our clients see more flow of abundance in their lives and from implementing Feng Shui. But for me, I got into this Feng Shui and I was reading about it. And I was like, wow, like we're having a lot of trouble in our life. And I started kind of doing little bits of it in our house. And I was so hooked with it. Like, I feel like my soul knew that this was going to be my journey because I made them hire a feng shui consultant to come and look at their home and to do their business. <laughs> so this is like way back when the internet reached up. This was in the in the 90s. Yeah. And um, I found someone and the internet used to go, 
you took it that funny line to like find someone. Um, and we had someone come and gave some advice to my parents. Now, to be honest, for me, it didn't seem like, now that I look back at it, she wasn't exactly the best, the best consultant in the world, but we were in the West of Ireland. Like it's not necessarily a mecca for functional consultants in the night, to be honest. So I always had this fascination. To find anybody. Literally, I, well, I did. I think I did. So that was something that always stayed with me. So no matter where we ended up moving and upgrading to different houses and changing, we soon left, we left that house a few years later. And I'm not kidding you. I met the, I met the owner of it one day on the street years later when I got into feng shui. And I just said to him, I said, how are you doing in that house? And he said, it's a tough place to live. And I said, I know. I said, I know. And I said, you know, I do this work now. And, you know, if you need help, I'm happy to help because, uh, you know, this is, um, and, you know, he just didn't really kind of get it. But that was something that seeded in me very early on. I feel like I was being delivered and probably uh, the answer to my prayers unknowingly of what was going on in our lives. So I always was interested in it. And then in my late 20s, you know, I studied business. I kind of did a very practical, like ran my parents' business, was in corporate for a while and then quit everything because I was had a huge kind of, I don't know, breakdown <laughs> and ended up in India just like, oh my God, what am I going to do in my life? I don't know. I'm going to India to become a yoga teacher. So that was in my late 20s. And when I did that, I kind of just ended up doing things like channeling and like basically I cracked open this huge intuitive side of me that I never knew existed. And that really tapped me into a completely new energy, frequency, work and just everything. So I was teaching yoga. I was able to like intuit things for people. They were like, how did you know that about me? Reading cards. It was just all very synchronistic. And I was in this real flow of just being opened and had like a massive spiritual awakening. And with that came training in all different modalities. So like Mary Poppins, with all these different modalities. When I got back to Ireland, eventually I'd been in Nepal, I'd been in India. I had done sound healing training, Reiki, bowls, you name it, just loads of things. And I ended up kind of opening up a holistic practice of my own, working with people doing yoga, clearing trauma, helping them move past, helping them release and change and up level and change their energies. And it was fabulous. Like I had a lovely life doing that. I wasn't looking for a new career in Bugshwe, but I did end up finding a new apartment. And when I moved into it, I was like, I'm going to do feng shui for love. So I feng shui my apartment to moved in, said to my flatmate, I'm not leaving here until we've been with my husband. She rolled around laughing at me. I was like, I'm deadly serious. And I did all of the things. And believe it or not, I went back to my hometown and in my parents' bookshelf, I found those feng shui books from when I was 15. And I was like literally going through them going, oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did all this stuff around my house, like real big stuff um, for love. Because that was like my main number one. You know, my business was doing its own thing, but I was really focused on calling in the one. And within a few months, I met my now husband, Ken. And in smaller circles, or spiritual circles, it's mostly women. And everyone was just like, how did you meet this guy? Like, he's all spirituality and everything. Like, where? And I was like, well, I just did the feng shui. So all of a sudden, I was telling them about, like, setting up their bedrooms and doing things. And then that kind of conversation kept going. And then I went to meet Ken and see Ken. They had built a house and I was going around. And I was like, he's feng shui this place. Like his bedroom, he had things in Paris. He had a lot of things that were feng shui like. And it turns out he'd been into it since his 20s. 
So we both were really interested in this practice and we were both like, you know, it's like kismet, like we were meant to be together. Like it was so crazy. So then fast forward, I've moved in with him into the house and I say, I really am interested in functioning this house like really properly. And he says, yeah, me too. And of course, when the Students Ready teacher appears, two Feng Shui masters arrived in Dublin mm. within weeks, like within weeks. So it was really, you know, I was like, this is it. I'm doing it. And Ken said, me too. I've always been interested. So we both did this, our kind of this foundation in, in Feng Shui, like a bit more than what we'd have kind of done in, in books and stuff. And we came home and just putting this into context, I'd move in, into that house with Ken. He had built it. We had like borrowed furniture, concrete floors, like place needed painted. We'd no car- curtains, you know, it was like an empty shell with a few things just like basic. It was not a, let's, let's just say like sparse, it was the sparse and basic and eclectic. And literally, you know, we were doing our bit, you know, working away, whatever. But Ken had never had the money to finish the house. So it just was kind of left as it was. And he'd been living there for five years. Like, so but like nothing really had changed since the first kind of move in. And then we did the feng shui. And literally weeks later, we had a six-figure windfall. Like, what? So like that was our first like big win. And then it was like that obviously... You know, at that time I was doing holistic therapies like for 50 euros or 60 euros an hour doing sound baths. Like it wasn't like I was, you know, on a big income. So that was huge for both of us. We were both like, whoa. So obviously we invested into the house and we were able to have a wedding. We got married, we had the house, we did all these things. And everyone was like, what have you done? Like, what is that? You know, I had a car. I used to cycle around Dublin on a bicycle. I couldn't afford a car. And next time I've got a car, you know, so it's like all these things, like it was like very quickly change. Mm. Right. We just, we did the feng shui. And then people wanted us to do with them. You know, they're like, I want some of that. And that started on the side along with my, my, and my clients. And what was happening then was my clients were coming in and they were doing great things. Like, I think this is what's really important is I think even in the personal development world and female entrepreneurs today, you know, we're doing the mindset. We know we have to properly have good of mindset. We know we need to be clearing our blocks and making sure that we're not having limiting beliefs and all of that stuff. Like we know that we're doing energy work, looking after ourselves. Like there's a lot, you know, vision boards, you know, manifesting, all of that is definitely kind of a big part of, you know, the, the entrepreneurship world. And even for me, So my clients were doing a lot of that, but they just weren't kind of moving over the line. And I was saying to them, like, tell me about your bedroom. What's going on in your house? How long have you lived in your house? Like, what's going on? So slowly but surely they started saying, you know, you're doing the feng shui. Come to my house. And I swear I'd walk in and be like, this is why I'd be able to point out exactly what it was that was blocking them from, you know, next level income, from calling in their soulmate, from just, you know, have more peace and harmony in their home with their kids are fighting all the time and stuff. So that was where I kind of went, this inner work is vital. But if you're going home to the same house, the same environment every single day, and it's basically, it can be like this tug of war energetically. As you raise your energy, your house isn't changing. So if your house is not changing, you're in it and it's yeah. so dense. You know? And it's if it's not changing, it's not going to support you. 
So that really was kind of the start of it for us. We just started doing kind of on the, on the side and all of a sudden, not necessarily became a priority. It just was like a flow part. And then we decided that we wanted to go traveling after our honeymoon or as our honeymoon to travel. So we went away and I like kind of quit my holistic business and Ken thought he would get work for the company he was working for as an engineer and no work came for him. So we were just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and Ken had said to me, well, I'd said, I'm going to try doing some online work, you know, and, you know, people were asking me, I'd had like a small Facebook group, but people were asking me about feng shui. So I said, oh, I'm just going to do something with this. Let, let's try it. And that was the start. And honestly, you know, the first time we did something with, six, with feng shui with six people, we've now had thousands <laughs> people like we had six people we're jumping over the moon we're absolutely delighted I was like oh my god this is amazing and it's just evolved into our program powerhouse and Ken and I have now we live in Greece we've been traveling ever since since we started that and that was in um or we started traveling in 2015 and my first feng shui powerhouse program or first kind of iteration was in January 2016 or February February March 2016 and um it's just grown like and it's grown because of the results, you know, as I shared my results for me, like they've blown my mind what has unfolded for our clients as a result of changing the energy of their homes. Mm-hmm. Like, and that is the fuel because yeah. every single, every single day I go in and someone is sharing some kind of win, some kind of success story. And there's so much momentum and it kind of, they, it just keeps surprising me, <laughs> to be honest. Like I know it works, yeah. but it's like, yeah. it's just continuous growth process of people sharing their wins and evolving and they're still on the journey with us now since 2016 and and continuing to kind of grow flourish and and um yeah it's just been magical like absolutely amazing yeah I love a couple of things you said about that you know no having that that sense even as a child you know having this interest mm. this kind of something in your soul about what you want to do and you know quite often clients will say to me when I first start to coach them oh, I have no idea what I want to do and I'm like well you know maybe but there's probably something right and when you start yeah. to kind of excavate it and look back well I, I have always had this feeling since I was a child you know quite often that's what happens mm-hmm. so I love that but I also yeah. love the fact that you it's been a very organic process, right? You didn't say, oh, I'm going to sit down and write a strategy document and create this business. It's just grown as it's grown, which is the best way, right? You can sense your joy in it all. It's amazing. Yeah. And like we just sat this morning and we had two meetings. Uh, this is something that we talked about. And I said about like, you know, we have new members joining our program all the time. And most like 80% of our team have actually come as clients first and then have kind of become team members. And we just joking, you know, two meetings and they were literally with team members. And the things that they're doing, the projects that they're taking on are just so amazing. And they're like client support. They're doing more joint venture work. They're connecting with different with referral programs they're just doing so much and I'm just like this is so happen. and they're all like we were laughing one stage because we were saying we want to you know when we're enrolling it when we do like maybe a launch we welcome we're like you know and some of the members have be have you know had had power partners or they're in communication with different people who were members originally and now they're on the team as consultants or whatever and I would just say you know be careful like you make sure you like them because they could you could have ended up working with them <laughs> The likelihood to be working with this person in the picture is very high, considering literally all of us like five years part of it. That's like this really beautiful thing that's unfolded as a result of the process as well, is having our members of our community become our team. Yes, exactly. Exactly. 
So what was it, what's it like for you now having, you know, sort of focused yourself towards Feng Shui versus what you were doing before? What does it, how does it feel different for you? Um, how does it feel different to me, for me? Um, I would say to you, what's actually so fun is that actually now I'm actually bringing all of that into the program now. So it was very, very focused on feng shui. Now I'm getting to bring all of those parts in. So for example, like I do a workshop once a month with the community that is um, meditation. I actually just started talking to Ken about maybe I'll do yoga, like uh, yoga sessions. So it's very, like we've come to the place where we believe that feng shui is, feng shui, first of all, it's all about, you know, getting your house in balance and in harmony and in order. But once you do that, it starts to send you into alignment and and one of the big parts for us is about that vision of like where you're going, what you want to create and what's going to bring you into harmony, which is essentially what I was doing at the very beginning. And now I'm doing those, doing that with our members as well. So they kind of get like they come in thinking they're functioning their house, but they're actually functioning themselves, their bodies, their minds and all of that. So what, what I love is I get to use all of those different tools. So for example, my meditations, when I have them, I'll have my singing bowls with me for those and we'll do movement, we'll do chat, like whatever will come through because it's I'm still doing it or I'll have my oracle cards and I'll be doing the cards for them or you know so I bring it all in yeah amazing amazing what does feng shui actually mean is there sort of a meaning of those words great question great is actually someone asking this question so feng shui means good health and good harvest so essentially it means what we want is this idea of feng shui it comes from a 5000 year old practice and it's very connected into the chinese taoist philosophy so the taoist philosophy is like looking at yin and yang darkness light and really what we always what we want in life is this center line is living on this center line you know if you think about the center of the yin and yang symbol that we want to live on this true path, like like the river and go with the flow of life. So just even like, as you said, my, my, the business start was very organic and grew with the flow. And that's really the embodiment of feng shui because when a house is built, it's built with a specific date of birth and energy. And when that energy imprint is in it, it basically, when houses were built thousands of years ago, they put a lot more time and effort and energy into, let's position it where it's going to get the optimum amount of sun and this that and they put a lot of you know it was like divining to put the white white word in it to put it into the right place unfortunately that's not how houses are built now and they're just like let's build a housing estate and pop this house here because it's here and some of those houses will be built not in alignment with feng shui practices and they won't be in harmony with the energies so what our job is as a feng shui consultant is to bring that house bring the kind of elements of nature the five elements into a house and balance it well I like to call it like acupuncture for your home. Yeah, interesting. It's so interesting because I talk I talk a lot about alignment, you know, and I always think alignment is like an inner and outer job, you know. So even like, you know, I say I work with a stylist friend and, you know, how we feel on the outside, how we represent ourselves can create inner change and inner change affects how we are in the world. And it's it's kind of like a continuous process, you know. So fascinating about your home, you know. <laughs> It's a hundred percent. And the thing is, so what? it's like, it's almost like for me, it's like the alignment thing is what this is all about. Like it is ultimate alignment because if you're trying to get into alignment, but your house isn't, it's going to keep knocking you out. And this idea is that when we balance a house, it taps it into this energy of alignment um, and that sense of flow. So uh, yeah, it's all about alignment for me. 
So tell us, give us a couple of like little examples of, you know, feng shui in your house or things people should think about, just to give us a sense of like practically what does it mean? So there's a few different layers to feng shui. And I suppose what, what a lot of people like misconceptions would be about, oh, like I can't feng shui my house because the front doors run to the stairs and I've heard that's bad feng shui. So anything you've heard about is bad feng shui, I would always say to people, just like let that go. And if that has happened in your house, don't worry about it because 90% of houses are kind of built like that. So, and they're, some people are doing great. So don't worry about it. It's much more about, and it's not necessarily about the setup of furniture. So I think like First of all, it's like what what it's not is important for me to explain because it's 99% of the time, I don't care where your couch goes. People get very worried about the location of their couch in their homes. And if you think about most houses, they're designed and the couch has one location like that'll fit in a living room or two. You're like, well, it's the normal logical place to position it is going to be there. So that's, uh, for me, I'm like, go for the, what the logically as it's designed, as the house has been designed, work with that. You know, it's not going to be, it's not going to work in another, another place. So typically you just work with what you have in terms of a house. And for everyone here, most it's entrepreneurs. So I would say to you, like it's for feng shui, some good principles for your office. Cause I'm really adamant about your bedroom and your office being really looked after and tended to when it comes to feng shui, because your bedroom obviously is where you sleep, spend maybe up to eight hours a night sleeping. So your sleep is really important. And then it's your office, like where you're working from. So for your office, there's a few key, key things I would say. Get yourself a good chair, like get yourself a good proper office chair. Like I am the boss. This is my proper chair. Make sure that you have a designated workspace and whether it is at the kitchen table or it's in the spare bedroom or you have your own designated office, make sure it's your space for the time that you're using it. So for example, if it is the kitchen table, make sure you clear everything off, that you have a little designated box, you put everything in and you pack it away. And then you maybe put like flowers and like table mats out afterwards. So you just make this distinction between like on and off, especially with a lot of people working from home now. I would say it's important to create these boundaries with work and with on and off. In the office itself, like I have looked at thousands of offices over the years and some major ones would be around like if it is your office, like make sure it's only things focused on your work in that space. So for example, you know, having exercise equipment, your partner's books, your kids' toys, anything that's broken and is not working in there, they're all like a distraction energetically. So when you come into your workspace, I would love for you to prioritize it. You know, this is so key. And and think about, you know, any movies you've ever seen. Like I just think of The Devil Wears Prada and you just see her office. I like the, you know, you're in and she's like, this beautiful office and it's very elegant and very sophisticated. And, you know, you, if you are the boss or the CEO of your business, you want to prioritize that space. You've got to spend a lot of time in it. So take care of it, like tend to it. So you feel excited going into that space every day. You walk in and you're like, Yes. So whether that's getting a chair that you love or, you know, in my office and I'm here like in my sitting room in Greece (laughs) because we're waiting for some furniture to come for my office. So we're just here a couple of days. I'm not quite set up yet, but I do sit in good position for it. So I'll get onto the positioning in a second. But for the office, you want to walk in and feel excited. So is there like, you know, beautiful artwork that inspires you? Have you got your credentials up on the wall? Like what, what you've earned, your rewards, your accolades, your vision board, like, why are you doing this? Like a picture of your family, like, you know, you get up everywhere, you see a picture 
picture of yourself and your daughter, like on the desk, like this is what we're doing this for. Like, you know, if you're having a tough day, why am I doing this? Oh, this is why, you know, and maybe some client testimonials or some team photos, like things that make you spark that enthusiasm for you. You know, we had this an amazing session a couple of years ago with this lady. She was a Tony Robbins coach. And when we got into her office, she had her back to the door. So positioning for your desk is important. And an ideal, like if there's any, yeah, if there's any piece of furniture, the whole of your home, especially as an entrepreneur, that I think is most important is your position of where you sit in your office or where you sit to work. Because you want to have the wall behind you. You want to feel support behind you. So you want to feel the wall behind you to have that sense of support to have a nice high back chair and hopefully be able to see the door from where you're sitting. So you can see what's coming at you, what's going against you. So you can see what's, so you are prepared. So other, so this lady had her desk up against the wall, her back to the door. And when your desk is up against the door or up against the wall, like and even up to a corner, like you can kind of get that sense of feeling cornered in and going nowhere. So like your environment is a mirror of you and what's going on. So if you're feeling like you're not really going anywhere and you can't, it's because you're, you're not like there's nowhere to go. So when you turn, flip it around, like, all we did was like super her around, get her in her chair with her back to the wall, see the door and we moved her desk. And then I was like, show me her books. So we started looking at all of her books. I was like, there is such like one Tony Robbins book here, you know? And she was like, oh yeah, they were all cookery books from her past career. She'd been a cordon bleu chef. Okay, so we need to get rid of those books. If you want to keep cooking, amazing. Keep cooking. This isn't about not doing what you love, but get them to the kitchen where you're going to use them and get your this personal development book. Get the books that are in alignment with what you were doing, where you're going in the space or get the books of the people that inspire you in that space. So you want to create this like little cocoon of inspiration for you because it's where you create from, it's where you produce from, it's where you invoice from, it's where you make money from, it's where you do pretty much everything. So I want you to feel excited going in there. And if you don't feel that, it's time to kind of give another like rejig because that will shift a lot. And, you know, it's that reflection of like, if you've just kind of taken a kind of little tiny corner in the spare bedroom and you're like, oh, I don't really deserve it. And it's like, what are you saying about your business and the priority you're making? How you make a living for you and feed your family, you know, and, and do the things you want to do, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So, so that's a really big one for me is just the office. And, you know, for example, you might be listening, but like, oh, I can't turn my desk. I can't move it. Like, I have to sit in my desk this way. So there's lots of little alternatives, but I would say to you, if that's the case, can you get a small mirror on your table so that when you're sitting at your desk, you can see the door coming behind you? Or can you, and then even on the wall in front of you, can you put like an expansive piece of art that feels like you've got somewhere that you're going. So I'm now sitting here thinking my desk is, I've got my back to the wall, to the door, obviously. <laughs> As we're chatting, <laughs> oh, okay. So I've already got a little tip here. It's also quite funny because I just got a new puppy two weeks ago. And so I've deserted my office and I've gone downstairs into the conservatory because she can't come upstairs at the minute. So yeah, so there's a whole other, yeah, lots, lots to think about, lots to think about. <laughs> So tell me about creating your team and, and building your business, because this is the other thing that I talk about a lot on this podcast is kind of like what I call the future of work. 
And how do we create work and organizations in whatever format that don't conform, don't fit the norms, are built on kind of joy and passion, if you like? So tell yeah. us a little bit about your team and how you work. And So we have a team, like we've got a pretty big team, actually. One of the things, I resisted team for a very long time because the business that I'd run at home, we had, I was like 21 and I had 24 staff. I was running the restaurant. It was so intense. So when I started out with this business, I was like, nobody, I'll just do it all on my own. (laughs) And to be honest, it's completely shifted the other way around now. And there's like 14 of us in our team. The first thing was we are 100% virtual. So everybody on our team works virtually. They work all on their own hours. So whatever time zone they're on, they work their hours with their time zone. Like it does get a bit funny when we have the occasional team meeting, like big team meeting where like some people have some early starts, but they don't really mind because we are pretty flexible with the timing that they get to work. Everybody has joined our team very organically. Like it has not been a like, yeah, like to be honest, Ken, my husband, kind of started doing little bits in the business. Essentially, he wanted to go do his own thing. The feng shui thing was taking off and I was like, I need some help. So he's ended up now um, kind of like COO, running operations. And some of the skills that he has is like, he's amazing background in engineering, but also in project management, which has been so fun because some of the things that he kind of came in to help with, he's just been able to like, I am definitely the big visionary. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I see the big picture. And then after that, when it gets into the fine tuning, the organization and the systems, it's like it gets messy when it's me doing it. And that's kind of how it started. It was yeah. very messy. And in our business, we had a lot of like done is better than perfect. So we've had to bring people in who are way more like <laughs> who are more attention to detail. So a lot of our team are very attention to detail orientated because I am just not at all that, which is amazing. And yeah, we grew very organically. We have some team members in the Philippines and, you know, that came from sitting beside a lady who had team, who had taught people how to hire really well from, from the Philippines. And we just have an amazing team there. They're incredible, super amazing and supportive in Dubai, in the Philippines, in America. And what do we do a bit different? Well, first of all, we try and hire internally first from our community. That's one of the things we've done in the last year, really consciously is hire from members of our community. Our community of people in Powerhouse are, they love our program. They We love each other. Like the community is so tight. We've had live events together. We have so much fun. Everyone is on the same page, like-mindedness. So we've hired internally um, a lot um, in the last in the last two years, we've conscientiously brought people in um, to our team through our community. And we've also, yeah, because that's how everybody has, and they all know the program and they're really familiar with it. And they're also passionate about it because it's important that everyone has the same values. And if they've come into our program in through Powerhouse and they've implemented the remedies and been part of our community, and if they want to apply to be part of our team, we know they're a fit. Like when I see the names of the people who've applied for whatever role, like whether it was a Powerhouse ambassador, it's a, uh, the uh, joint venture, manager I was like yes yes because I know them I've seen them in the community I've seen them shine they've done success stories that's that's amazing like that is so good Um, and they're the best ambassadors for the team and for the community so the other thing that's unfolded in terms of how some of them have come in, so we have some that are actually work with us as Feng Shui consultants is we have our powerhouse signature program, which is kind of like everything leads to that because that's where we give our 
biggest best support like we have seven days a week support in our membership for our community for our members and um, on two different time zones so it's really about making sure that everyone in our community is supported and they get their questions answered as quickly as possible as they're implementing their feng shui in their homes and um, so those members who answer the quest those those team members who answer the questions actually came through powerhouse did powerhouse and then actually moved into the certification and became certified as powerhouse feng shui consultants and we never even, I never even realized because people, you know, that's how organic it is. People were asking me, Hey, I really want to learn to do the feng shui. Teach me, teach me. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're just going to do powers. We're just doing powers. I'm not doing that. And then eventually they were like, please, please. So they picked five years. They were at this one particular woman was asking me and I was like, okay, okay, I'll do it. So I did that. And then what's happened is obviously as the business has grown, we've need, I can't answer every question. Like for five years in the Facebook group, I answered yeah, every yeah. single question. Like there's hundreds of people and it's growing all the time. So it was just like, and I never realized how much capacity it took. So all of a sudden I was like, we're going on holidays for two weeks. And I was like, I just need a break. And I just put it out to the ladies who were doing the the certification. Um, Would someone cover to answer questions? They were like, no problem. And that was it. Like that was how they became hired. We're like, oh my God, you want to do this all the time? Do you want to do your time zones? So that's been the kind of the iteration with the certification ladies. And then, you know, a big part of our world is about raising the vibration and energy of our homes, but also ourselves and focusing on like the support of our community and calling in the right people from the right place and, and being of service from that place of our heart. So Basically, at the start of every team meeting, we have at least a 10 minute meditation that we really kind of connect with and everyone will kind of maybe share their little ahas afterwards because we're connecting with like the new people joining Powerhouse. We reflect on the wins that we've seen or shared. That is kind of always at the top and front of our program and our team meetings is like the successes we've seen for our members, a meditation for us to be in the right place because you know, we have to be in a in a good place to be able to serve and to support. So before we do meetings, I encourage our team, I share lots of different meditations with them as well. But, you know, that's been absolutely gorgeous. And, you know, some days we'll kind of forget or today we were kind of getting started. And I said, I was going to say meditation. I said, oh, what about meditation? So like everyone loves that now because it just changes our state and we're all in the same community. So that's been the evolution with our team. And yeah, I just, I love it. And, you know, a lot of people, some of them will have their own jobs and they just do this part time. And we are pretty flexible, like as long as it, you know, they get the work done, it, it we don't mind. And they just love it, you know. So yeah, it's been amazing. And I love the fact that because you're recruiting from your community, you've got the passion and the experience, that, that kind of feeling sense of it built in. Right. So yeah. in a way you it, it takes away all the risk, doesn't it? Of of yeah. will this person fit in or right for us, all of those things. Just, you know, are you you've almost I know you haven't you haven't done it this way, but you've almost kind of tested them out before <laughs> they've ever come into the organization, right? Yeah. Just yeah. Genius. So I you think about it backwards. <laughs> yeah. And like we, we do things a yeah. bit alternatively, like we do astrol we do I'm a huge fan fan of astrology. So we follow like I've mapped out 
throughout my year and based on the highlights and the best dates for me to do work. So like yesterday was an optimum day for me to record podcasts. I went and recorded three yesterday afternoon and it was just, I was like, yeah, it was really good. You know, I could feel the flow of that. But we also, you know, obviously ask our team if, they, if they're willing to, when they do send in their information for apply to get their astrology to see if it'd be a good fit for our team, for me and the team, and then to know that they're going to fit for that exact role. So we had a team member who applied for a role. It wasn't our fit for that one, but actually when a different role came up, I was like, actually, I think that could be great. And then it was like, yeah, it is actually an amazing fit. So we we kind of look from an energetic perspective, from an astrology perspective, and then from like, yeah, from our team. It, it's just been, it makes it a lot easier because we kind of get each other already, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the other thing I'm, I really love listening to you, Patricia, is, is the sort of, it's this integration of everything. You know, it's not like, oh, I, there's my job and I go and do my job and then, you know, and I do my astrology over here. It's kind of, especially as you're describing the evolution of the program, it's like all the pieces of you are coming into that program. Right. You know, all yeah. your experience to date comes in as a benefit to the people who are going through that process. But also, you know, you guys are raising your vibration at the same time, you know? Yeah. So it's a sort of exactly. win win all the way around, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and like for me, it feels like, and this is kind of a visualization I had one day when I saw it from the team. I was like, it's not just me. It's like my strand of light is coming in, but it's also everybody else on the team's strand of light is coming in to infuse it. And like, you know, we've got um, a, a member, Satya, who's just Satya, who's come in, she does marketing finances and like kind of organizes it. She's amazing. as like all the things that I'm just not. And I feel like for so many years, we've been asking, you know, we've been hiring people people like this person and this person and this person. And like, honestly, she kind of, she had been a client of mine. And then I seen her doing this kind of mentoring thing. And I was like, oh, I love her. I'm going to work with her. And then it ended up kind of reversing it into this whole new journey and her now on our team. And I was laughing the other day because I was like, I've been asking for this exact thing in our business, but it just wasn't the right time and the right person hadn't appeared. You know, it's just such a good fit now, you know? So it's these like, yeah, it's amazing. I think there's just a, for me with the hiring, it's just that trusting. And like this, uh, this affirmation I use for different things I talk to my clients about or say you to my members, like the perfect person at the perfect time will come with the perfect skills that you need. So when you're in that state of like, you know, and a lot of the, t we did, and I know right now I feel like we're in a very fluid place with our business and we're very heart centered and we're very much like really, we're in a massive transition with how we do it as well. And the things we're setting up and everything. And it's kind of scary because it's the unknown. We're doing something completely different that we've never really done before. And we're like 100% in on it. So it's like, oh, but at the same time, we're all like, yeah, it feels good. But on the flip side, you know, there was a time in this business where we were super stressed out and we were in that real, I think this is where it took us a step back to be like, we were in just this hustle and it was like launching all the time. It was like, hiring people that were really expensive to give us consultants, all this stuff. And it was just a lot of drama. And it took us, I think it took us, we had to go there to come here to kind of experience and be like, well, this is not what we want. I don't want this, 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 you know, and there is a little bit of like trusting for me when I talk to our community and people even, you know, in general, I'm just like, you know, what's being presented in front of you and just trust that that's the right next step. And it will, yeah. you know, be either a big, massive lesson. Some of them were very big, expensive lessons, or it will be one that's like the best thing that's ever happened. And both of those are wins in my, in my opinion, <laughs> because if we didn't have that person that did all that stuff, I'd be like, oh no, that was 
you know, it's the other, it's the other way. And shifting to being in service and supporting has been the biggest, most amazing, fulfilling part of the journey. Yeah. Do you know, it's so interesting because I've, I've got my vision board up on my office here. And one of the things that I put on it a couple of years ago was family business. And I used to run this business with my now ex-husband, who's no longer involved. And then I, when I put family business on the board, I didn't really know what it meant. It just felt like that. I saw it somewhere and I stuck it on the board. And I thought it meant me and my daughter, because she's she's only 11, but she has great ideas about my business and she likes to get involved. And I was doing some other businesses that she was kind of helping out with in little ways. And I thought that's what it meant. And then me, I have a twin sister and we got chatting, gosh, not last summer, the summer before. And they were, her and her husband were asking me how the business was going. And I was like, oh yeah, it's really good. And, you know, and I, you know, this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm making. And, and her husband said, she should go and work with Lisa. And she was looking for something new. And we both mm. went, hmm, maybe, you know, and I kind of came home. I was in Spain for the summer where she lives. I came home and I was like, it kept playing in my mind. And I phoned her up, I think it was the September. And I said, I think you should come and work with me. And she had no experience with my business. She'd never worked in personal development. She'd never done social media. She was like, I don't know anything about your business. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know, but I kind of feel like it's the right thing, you know? So she's yeah. come in and it's been, you know, it's been a journey for both of us to sort of find our ways with it all. And But you know what? It brings me so much joy. And I actually phoned mm -hmm. her on Friday. I was going to pick my daughter up from school. And I phoned her up and I said, I just have to say thank you for everything you're doing and for being on this journey with me. It just brings me huge amounts of joy, honestly. Yeah. And I never knew that when I put it on the board, I'd... I, and I was like, oh, that's the family yeah. business. It's like, you know. Oh, my God. That's it's so a, beautiful. Yeah. Thing. I was just like, you know, I think you should come and work with me. I don't know why. And it doesn't make, you know, she didn't have the skills, you know, the experience. She definitely has the skills. Mm -hmm. And then interestingly, I do this personality profiling thing. So we did it for her just, you know, for fun, see what it came out. Yes. And she came out as the polar opposite of me. Like like you're saying, I'm the imaginary character. Yeah. And she's all about process and making things happen. And I was like, oh my God, this is so perfect. <laughs> exactly what you mean. Really like, exactly. like, yeah. Beautiful. And sometimes you know, it doesn't have so to make sense. You know, what's been, yeah, it's so beautiful. Like, you know, this is one of the things that happened for us was we, we were talking about this year. I was before last year, I was fortunate enough to get to go to Necker Island with an amazing group called the collective and meet and spend time at Richard Branson, which is amazing. But apart, aside from all of that, it was, I was, I was at one of the events, like at the very first meetup and I wasn't going to go, like I was not going to go to this event. It was in LA and I just was not in a place that was when I business was in a really difficult place. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't go. This is crazy. And I woke up the morning of like, literally the event was starting the next day in LA. And I woke up and it was just like, I have to go to this event. And it was, I woke up at five in the morning. Like, and I said to Ken, I was like, I have to go to this event. And he was just like, what? So I'm on like trying to book flights. I was like, I'm booking flights. I sent a text to the girl, I'm coming. And then I go to book my flights. My passport has expired. I was like, so then I'm like, okay, I need to get a passport. So I bought the flights that were refundable. And I was like, I'm going to get a passport. But of course you get a passport, then you still have to get an ESTA because it's expired. <laughs> so, so I get the fast track passport. I'm packing my bags to go to the airport and I still haven't got the ESTA. Like I'm on the way to the airport and I'm like, I'm just going to trust it'll get there. The ESTA comes up and it arrives literally as I'm walking into the airport and I'm on the plane. That's fine. I get to the event and I'm talking to this 
lovely woman there. And like, this is, that was a time when literally our business was like, it was me and Ken and we just like let go everybody. And it was just like, we're back to like, what are we doing here? Like, what is this all about? And we re- what was the biggest lesson out of all of that was I had a friend of mine who I'd met like once or twice in Bali and I rang him and I was like, I need some help. Like, what the? God the hell. And he just, he said, show me what you've got. And he said to me, he said, you know what, Patricia? He says, like, most people come to me because their program doesn't work. There's a flaw in the program. He's like, you have a program that works. You have amazing, look at all these testimonials. He's just like, you were doing great. You just didn't need to break it. You just decided you were bored, visionary. I want to change everything. I want to change it. So I broke it. So, (laughs) but, you know, he's like, that was all part of the journey. Get this. Fast forward to getting to LA. I'm literally talking saying and I'm just like there's women there who have these massive businesses they're so successful and I'm just like in the corner going oh my god I don't even want to share what's happening with us <laughs> and um and I shared and the next day this woman came over to me and she's like Trisha I would like to give Ken my Facebook ads management course and I was like okay she has never met me she doesn't know me she just said she woke up that morning and said I have to give Ken this course and I'm not kidding you Ken never did a Facebook ad or marketing or ad in his whole life. And he it took him, a, he had a bit of resistance to it. But when he took it on, he's literally, you know, first of all, saved the business a fortune. But also, you know, we used to pay thousands to Facebook ads managers for our launches and things. And he took it over and did it. And ever since that day, he's been our Facebook ads person, but has done so many different things. But, you know, it wasn't the lot, like that all happened in a kind of illogical way of like, I need to go to LA. And if I hadn't gone there, this would have happened. And this piece of the puzzle of the business. So it's like, whatever is being presented to you, it's just like follow those breadcrumbs. And even if it was like, the businesses up there, literally we were like, back to what are we doing? And we had a program that worked and we needed someone from the outside to come in and be like, oh my God, he's just like, you have an amazing program that works. The only problem is your marketing, you, you decided to break it. And we did that and now we're, we fixed it, thank God. It's so interesting, Patricia, because I, I often say to people, all my best decisions have been completely illogical. Completely illogical. <laughs> yeah. When I moved to Bournemouth, which is where I am now, I didn't know a soul. I knew one person. I'm a single parent and I'm running my business and all my friends from where I used to live were like, how is this going to work? Like you have no support. You don't know anybody. And how are you going to work? And, you know, I enrolled her in this completely different type of school. We'd never even been inside the school because it was in COVID. So we literally met somebody outside the school and she and I looked at each other, my daughter and I, and went, yeah, that's the one. Okay. So we signed up. We'd never even been inside. Never met one child that went there. This house kind of transpired from, everyone said, there's nothing to rent. There's nothing to rent. This house appeared. I mean, honestly. And now I sit here. It's And it was such a magical journey. And the best thing about it was after we sort of got here and got settled and she's in the school that she loves and we live in a lovely home and all that. And we were in bed one night, me and her having a cuddle. And she said to me, I didn't think you could do it, mommy. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, you know, when you said we were moving to Bournemouth and we were going to do these things and this is what was going to happen. And I I was actually fought. My my ex took out some legal action to stop me moving. And she said, I didn't think you could do it, mummy, but you did it. And I said, no, 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 we did it. We created this thing that we now live. We did it together. And she actually changed his mind. She's the one that got him to change his mind, interestingly. So she's very energetic and very connected. But now she says she believes we can do anything. 
because she she saw oh my the God. face of massive <laughs> resistance. She saw that we can create whatever the hell we want. And to me, when I look at everything so I've done, that's probably my, the biggest achievement of my life. Do you know what I mean? Of like, well, I, yeah. now she knows she's capable of anything. And that's what we teach, isn't it? Yeah. We, oh my God, what a way. We teach it yeah. to other people. I know, I know. Exactly. So tell us a little bit, before we go, just tell us a little bit about the Powerhouse program because you've mentioned it a couple of times and mm. I'd just like people to understand yeah, sure. the thing that you're doing, you know? So essentially what happens with someone um, comes into our Powerhouse program, it's our signature program and I just even love the synchronicity of the name Powerhouse. Like it's so good because it's on so many levels of like, yeah, it's about stepping into being a Powerhouse yourself and your house. So it's a signature, our signature program. So when people join our program, they send the information in about their house and um, it's a very unique kind of online program because we give you a personalized report. So it's not like a here, here's your, here's your course and go watch it all on your own. You actually get a personalized report and for your home specifically. And then you implement along with the support of our community. And it's kind of, you know, it's not even a six week program. Basically it's a, it, it kind of morphed into once you've signed up, you can continue the journey in the membership going forward each year as the energies change every year. And basically what happens is when you get your personal report, your house, it'll, it'll detect, dictate, it'll tell what will happen is we'll figure out whether your house is supported for money, for people, how it's going for career, for finances, for relationships. And then we teach you how to do it for you. So it's a very, you know, empowered way of feng shui. It's not like I'll come in and change everything for you. It's like, mm. here you go. Here's what you have to do. And we'll support you 100% to implement it and get the changes. Um, and then within the program, we also have like a monthly astrology recall about like what the energies are every month, um, a monthly workshop with me which kind of brings everything in about the different themes. So it's just like, let's focus on relationships this month. Let's talk about money another month. So everyone is always kind of implementing and focusing on where they want to go. And that's the biggest part for us is our um, celebrations in the community and sharing where you're going. So that program, you know, we've people in it now for five or six years. It's just been amazing, you know, seeing them grow and evolve and, and continuing. And they're like, I wouldn't live without it, which is so fun because you just see these women get amazing successes from starting from scratch, whether it's their business or their relationships, their health, um, and covers every part of your life because your home is a very to you. So when you bring that into balance, it helps everybody, mm -hmm. which is super fun. Yeah. So that's our program. We've been yeah doing it for many yeah. years now. We absolutely love it. And um, yeah, we just have an amazing team and we're all on that same page of wanting other people. I think that's also the nice part with our team is that because they've experienced wins, they want that for everybody else. You know, they're like, oh my God, we have to get this out because, yeah. you know, this stuff, this really works. <laughs> but isn't that wonderful? That, that you I know. We just have that passion and built in, right? That like, yeah. this is what I love about being a visionary and being in the energy of it is you just can't make it up, right? No. You couldn't make up this journey that you've been on, could you? No. Or <laughs> if you tried to devise a strategy, you'd have got you'd have got in the way, wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? And the times <laughs> that we did so try to devise, yeah, the times that we did try and devise things, it just, it got, I got in the way. And now we've just been like in the hands of like this new way of doing it, which we're really excited about. And, you know, one morning I was like, okay, I'm going to do a mini course. And I was like, okay. And then it's just been evolving from that and uh, yeah it's, it's it's just amazing yeah 
Well, it's been such a pleasure to have you on here, Patricia. And, you know, I say I feel like alignment in all areas of our life is so important. And honestly, this is not an area I've thought about for myself either. So you've definitely given me some thoughts and some kind of like sparked off some inspiration in my brain. So thank you for that. And I know it could be super You're interesting sure. for anyone that listens to. So yeah, thank you so much. It's lovely thank to connect you with you. Thank you so much. Give, give yeah, you one too. Do you have one little tip for everybody, like just in building a business or, you know, creating? Yeah. So one thing for building a business, hold on to your heart and tune into here and make sure it feels good. Like if it feels good, it's right. You know, if it feels good, it's right. And that's, you know, and don't, and I think for me, it's just like, forget about the money. And when you're in your heart and you're serving from there, the money comes afterwards. It's more about like, how are you showing up from there? And that really is a massive, yeah, really, really huge because it changes everything when you start thinking about the people that you're helping. Brilliant. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Patricia. We really value your time. And um, yeah, we'll put all your details in here and the details for your program if anyone's interested. And yeah, I'm going to go and hit it myself now. Amazing. (laughs) Thanks so much. It was a pleasure. Have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective podcast with myself, Lisa Mitchell. If you're a visionary founder or leader and want to transform your business, please do get in touch at lisa at lisamitchell.co.uk.